Ether hit 2100 American dollars per Ethereum coin, while Bitcoin played a little game of just the tip with $31,000. It's safe to say that we've been on a pretty epic bull run since the beginning of the year. I guess we're going to take a look, figure out what comes next, and also, of course, review all of the news of the week. It's Friday, so we rant and rave alone like a crazy person. Let's go. What's up, everybody? I'm Scott Malker, also known as the Wolf of All Streets. Before we get started, please subscribe to the channel and take an extended nap on the like button. As many of you probably know, I've been dealing with a sick kid since Tuesday. Wife, other kid are out of town. Oh, my gosh, man. The two hours of sleep a night not going that great. You can see, I didn't even trigger the, uh, the intro music right. I hit it like twice, and then I kind of fell on it a third time, and it showed my face. Yeah. It's going pretty good today. So what you get today is a half delirious version of me reviewing a bunch of news that we will probably forget by tomorrow. And I'm here for it, guys. I'm here for it. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I hope that all of you are having a wonderful end to the week. Hard to be having a bad time when the coins are doing what these coins are doing. If you've been following along in my free newsletter, The Wolf Den, this week, then you probably noticed that I actually uh, started hinting at some altcoin action. I posted a BNB chart, I think, at the end of last week, FTM, Sol, Ethereum this week, and uh, it's been going pretty good. You know, listen, I used to like degen out and share a thousand million billion charts. Uh, and, you know, it's hard to do when you have a big following and people blame you for all their financial mistakes. So I'm pretty conservative about when I share things. So if I do start sharing things, it's probably a hint that at least I believe we're in a pretty good situation. All coins are not that tradable 90% of the time. So when they are, if that's your thing, you got to take advantage of it. We'll dig into that a bit later. Let's first of all start off with some macro news. Stocks gain as data anchor bets peak rates is near. Jobless claims rise for the first time in three weeks. And you got to remember, guys, when uh, when people get, can't get jobs, that's good. Right? If you believe that what the Fed does is the reason that markets move and we need the Fed to pause or pivot, then you actually want to see a whole bunch of people losing their jobs, the labor marketing market failing. And so apparently it's really good. Can you imagine Jerome Powell walking down the street and casually asking people, hey, you know what would really help the economy if you lost your job? Like saying that to individual people's faces as instead of viewing it as a data point or something that needs to happen, we just got to break the labor market. It's not a big deal. We just need like 2% more of you uh, to go without jobs and, and get unemployed. We all know that these, this data is completely manipulated and wrong anyways, and they're not accounting for people who stop looking for work after a certain amount of time, and some people have 17 jobs just to keep up with inflation. You know that I believe that this is a dog and pony show and that CPI, PPI, QPT, RPZ, uh, SWV, I like SWV. They were like, what am I? I get so weak in my knees. I can hardly speak. I lose all control. I just remember SWV. They were awesome. BBD, poison. None of these things matter much. 
because the government changes how they calculate them. We get them constantly. We have 97 Fed governors talking to us a week. And the fact is, when we're looking at unemployment of an all-time low, effectively, which Mike McGlone talks about all the time, there's only one way to go, and that's up, which means that the Fed's already done the job. Unemployment is going to rise, so stop hiking rates. Seahill knows about Sisters with Voices, SWV, right? I mean, their sample of human nature is one of the greatest samples of all time. Uh, 90s R&B equals dope, says DeAndre Holland. I mean, listen, guys, if you know me, the reason I'm probably married is because I made a mixtape called Knockin' Boots, which was all 90s R&B slow jams, and sent it to my then, not, well, my, my now wife, but then just, just some girl. And she liked it so much that she decided to go on a date with me, and now she's married to me. It's a true story. 90s R&B is responsible for the bulk of my existence. Love, 90s R&B. In fact, I'm going to see, although it's 80s, I'm going to see New Edition with Keith Sweat and Guy in a couple weeks. Yes. Yes. Y'all talking about H-Town over here. Somebody rocking, knocking the boots. Yeah, that was the name of my mixtape. Anyways, you know that I think that this is largely a dog and pony show, kind of a joke. None of it really matters. The data changes every day. We obsess over it, but then we forget about it a day later. But the fact is that right now, inflation is falling off a cliff from 6% to 5%. PPI came in just where people wanted to see it. And it looks like uh, inflation is going to die and give the Fed the excuse to finally pause. They'll probably hike 0.251 more because they care more about their reputation and saving face than they do about your job, the economy, or your life. But I think we're pretty much done with rate hikes for quite a while. Mixtape, old school. Yeah, I mean, I mixed it, but I didn't like, I mixed it. Like, it's available. Look at Knockin' Boots, Scott Melker. You can Google it. I'm sure it's like, you can find it on my like re revitalized SoundCloud. It's a DJ mixtape, like uh, scratching and, you know. Anyways, yeah, that guy's going to be there. Guy is going to be there. It's new edition, Keith Sweat and Guy. Yeah, you know about Guy. Uh, so yeah, so anyways, stocks, things have been performing well because people believe that the dog and pony show is going to play in their favor. Meanwhile, in the crypto ranch, Ether options trading volume surpasses Bitcoin as Shanghai upgrade drives demand for bullish bets. I mean, there were people on the internet who were saying, like, making these complete cases with data and, and theories that like ethereum was going to be like under a hundred dollars a week after the shanghai upgrade because of all the supply that was coming on the market and you've heard my argument for why that wasn't going to happen why this is bullish i don't need to make it again but uh the market is speaking right now right the market is speaking 60 percent of global crypto options activity right now 50 50 more than bitcoin's notional trading volume is on Ethereum. Far more interest in the last few days in trading Ethereum options than there has been on Bitcoin. Massive volume. Yikes. Yeah. I went on a tirade on Twitter yesterday about maximalism and the stupidity of comparing these assets and the not, the, the flippening. I went on Yahoo Finance yesterday and you know that kind of set me off to, to thinking about it. Who cares? I'm reporting, yeah. So today, ETH's volume is bigger because there's a fundamental reason. And tomorrow, maybe Bitcoin's volume will be bigger. And why is this even a competition? Why do we care? 
Like if you're a Bitcoin max, I was talking to a Bitcoin maximalist friend of mine in my Twitter DMs. He was very upset with me, very upset that I'm having Raul Paul uh, on my show next week. One of them uh, who he called Rug Paul because he's a shit coiner. And he, this person I was talking to made the point to me that he was very upset that I had my panel yesterday and we were all talking about the bullish case for Ethereum. And he was very upset. He said, and I said, every time someone talks about Ethereum, it has nothing to do with Bitcoin. It's just like Ethereum. It's like I'm talking about Amazon stock instead of talking about gold if you're a gold bug, right? And he said, any bullish talk on Ethereum is an attack on Bitcoin. And I said, you sound super insecure, dude. Like, there's a Bitcoin maximalist community really believes that if you talk about any coin in a positive manner, you're attacking Bitcoin. Bro, like if your thing is so strong, whatever it is, you don't need to defend it. Bitcoin does not need to be defended by maxis from Ethereum. Nothing to do with one another. Hurts my brain. Hurts my brain. But right now, yes, Ether options trading at a much more significant volume than Bitcoin. Bullish for Ether. Not an attack on Bitcoin. Not an attack on Bitcoin. Trader's going to trade. Trader's going to trade. Meanwhile, in layer one, Ville... Solana's crypto-ready Saga smartphone goes on sale May 8th. It's all happening, guys. Who here is going to go buy a Solana phone? It's not called Solana. It's called Solana. Who here is going to buy a Solana phone? Which one of you? Right? The Saga is the name of the phone. It aims to put crypto in people's pockets where the rest of the digital world has already gone. I dig this. I think it's great. I'm not buying one. I don't care enough. Be honest. Are any of you going to get one? Anyone? But yeah, the new device from Solana Mobile is a thousand bucks built on hardware from Bay Area smartphone company OSOM. Maybe that's OSOM. Maybe it's awesome. Awesome. I would call it awesome. 512 gigabytes of storage, two versatile back camera lenses, a 6.6 inch OLED display, and a fingerprint scanner. It will ship with the latest Android operating system installed. And what makes it different, according to Solana, is that the, it has the Solana mobile stack, a lineup of custom add-ons that integrate crypto usefulness into the phone's hardware and software. Guys, I'm here for this. I think it's cool. Anything positive is good news to me. But did they seriously call like the core of their operating system SMS on a phone? Don't we all, like, isn't shit confusing enough? Isn't SMS just, you know, like text messaging? Like, why, why do, why in crypto do we have to just confuse people all the time about everything all the time? I literally don't understand it. It's cool, but call it literally anything but SMS. SMS. But this phone is coming. This is definitely a, whether seven people buy it or 7,000, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool that they actually committed to this and are doing it. Tito PR says KLF. Uh-huh. It's KLM, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Whew. When full note on a phone. When we get a Bitcoin phone from the founder of Bitcoins. Anyways, let's keep it moving because it's good news in centralized exchange. No, it's bad. Hacker robs crypto exchange BitTrue of $23 million in Ethereum, SHIB, other assets. At least he took the good stuff. Singapore-based crypto exchange Bitru has been hit by a security breach, draining a hot wallet of $23 million. Oh, giving people... First of all, Bitru, I don't know if they're big or they're small or maybe I've heard of them. I'm not really sure. 
So only 5% of the exchange's overall funds. Guess that makes it not that bad. Seems bad. So that, that means they only have about 500 million in funds. Clearly not a very huge mega exchange. But man, can we just stop? Can we go like three days without somebody stealing everything from somebody? <sighs> really annoyed. Really annoying. Really annoying. I mean, I, I, hopefully people get their money back. It just seems like an endless shit show in this space. We can't use uh, pirate. Act. Who who uses these sketchy exchanges? I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't know. FPL wannabe says a Solana phone won't work for two hours a day. Yeah, but when it's working, it's going to be fast and cheap. Fast and cheap. So yeah, some shit you've never heard of got hacked, which is basically like a headline every day in crypto. You guys saw this one this week, I'm sure. Bankrupt crypto exchange FTX has recovered $7.3 billion in assets. Apparently, they uh, went into uh, Sam Bankman frieds apartment in the Bahamas, and they checked all the orgy-stained couches and dug through the cushions, found a cool $7.3 billion, probably largely in illiquid shitcoins and FTT, which like doubled in price overnight. And they're talking about turning the exchange back on because everybody is dying to go trade on FTX. I don't know, man. Can we just like return this money immediately to people, give them their 50 cents on the dollar and move on with our lives? Because that would be awesome. As I said on Twitter and people pointed out, I was just making a joke, guys. I was like, the sequel is rarely better than the original, right? Like, I don't FTX 2 doesn't have much promise, and it won't even have the main character. It's not like SBF is getting signed up for the sequel of, SB, of uh, FTX 2. And then someone was like, dude, it can't be worse. The first one got a hack. And where have you been? You're such an idiot. And I'm like, I literally go fuck yourself. Because, like, I don't have time for that shit. People on Twitter, uh, not very good at sarcasm, hate jokes, and also um, kind of assholes a lot of the time. Right? I mean, there, listen, there are, you guys are making good points. Aliens was better. Godfather 2 was probably better. Terminator 2 was better. But like Speed 2, some people believe was better. But like, yeah, generally, sequels aren't that great. Generally, sequels aren't that great. I'm not going to be watching this one. Okay. I hope, uh, you know, that uh, meme, it's like, I'm not reading all that, bro, but I'm sorry that happened to you or happy for you, right? Like, you guys can go do that. I'm good. Enjoy. Enjoy yourselves doing F- doing FTX again. I'm not trying to do that. Uh, but I do hope that everybody gets their money back and somehow that uh, leads to amazing things for you and your lives. MicroStrategy's Bitcoin bet is profitable again after price surge. Oh, shit. Dollar cost averaging all up in your face piece. Bitcoin jumps above the firm's average purchase price of 29803 like me, MicroStrategy and Michael Saylor bought the dips even when they weren't the actual dip. I bought the 53K dip, 42K dip, 30K dip, 20K dip, 16K dip. I bought a whole lot of 17K dip. Put my Tostitos lime right in there. Yeah. Did you know that if you've been dollar cost averaging on a weekly and or monthly or even long-term basis on average... Since the six, if you started at the 69,000 top, that you're in profit. Did you know that? You're making money. That's a fact. Why? Because we spent a hell of a lot more time lower than we did all the way up there at those prices. Dollar cost averaging, so easy. You would literally be in profit if your first buy was $69,000 Bitcoin. Crazy. 
And this dude's a Chad. He's here, right? And he bought a lot up there. He was 58, nom, 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 nom. 59, nom, nom, 64, nom, nom, nom. Yeah, it's a fact. Dollar cost averaging would have you in profit even if you started at the highest point that the market has ever touched right now. Because we consolidated so long down in like the 20s and sub 20. Yeah, you just kept buying and kept buying and kept buying. That's how it is, right? So this dude's looking like a genius again. He's awesome. To me, he never stopped looking like a genius, but it is really fun to see him get to dunk on people at this point. That's why I haven't even looked at the chart, but we know MicroStrategy is boom, booming off. Let's take a look. Let's see. $345. Sweet. Yeah, man, you could have bought MicroStrategy at 134. It's tripled off the bottom. This year, the last day of last year, it was trading at 130 bucks. Now it's like two and a half times more up. Dang, dude. Dang, dang, absolutely crush murdering it. Did you guys listen to my spaces with Sailor a couple of weeks ago? Did you? So if you didn't, I don't, we're not friends anymore. You just go back to trolling me on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, Twitter partners with eToro to let users trade stonks, crypto as muck, musk, mucks, as mucks, my boy, mucks, musk pushes app into finance. We know that he's trying to do the XF app the everything app, but allowing people to trade meme stonks and crypto would be a key part of the everything app. And that seems to be happening here. For me, I've talked about this a lot. This is a huge deal for eToro and kind of a big deal for Twitter. Like a little bit. You know? People are like, he's going to piss off the SEC. They're going to come after him. How can he allow this? I mean, it seems like Twitter is basically just a massive marketing funnel into eToro. It's not like you're going to be able to click on my Bitcoin cash tag and go buy Bitcoin on eToro without doing KYC and signing up on eToro. Why are people missing that? Right? eToro is founded by Yoni Asia. He's one of the earliest Bitcoiners. He's the guy who literally like conceived of colored coins, which were the first original altcoins on Bitcoin. Right? The original Bitcoin shitcoins. Founder of eToro, he knows what he's doing. And this, like I said, this is just big and big and huge for eToro. Gino's catching up on the SWV. There should be a token SWV. Lately, there seems to be some insecurity about the way I feel. You know me and you. Love SWV. Sisters with voices. Yeah, so this is starting to roll out already. You'll click on a cash tag. It'll give you full market data. You'll be able to trade. It's cool, man. <clears throat> Michael Otis says, who uses eToro? How do they get these deals? Bet the Fed r- runs it. I mean, I don't know. eToro seems like a good partner. They're available almost everywhere. They offer both stocks and crypto. And they probably uh, are pretty fluid with what they can do with their API and programming because they're not the biggest in the world, you know, whatever. Whew. Yeah. Anywho, so that's kind of big news in the world of the Twitters and the eToros, which is just an electronic bull, eToro. It's Toro, right? It's a bull. Or uh, if you're in Japan, that's really good tuna sushi. Uh, next headline is water is wet and the sky is blue, but it's actually the U.S. is losing its edge in crypto, says Andreessen Horowitz. Horowitz. As the regulatory climate surrounding crypto continues to heat up in the U.S., 
A report released by A16Z on Tuesday linked a steady stream of enforcement actions and court cases to a decline in America's leadership in the digital asset space. They had a new section in their report, which they put out often, called State of Crypto, and said we're fucked. Right? Kind of obvious at this, at this point. Uh, I've made the, we have a lot of guests who are, I guess, more optimistic than me. They come on and they say, listen, man, like, you know, we'll get some legislation, some regulation at some point. The United States is a leader. They like to lead and do leaderships. I don't know, man. Seems like if you were trying to build something in crypto, you just wouldn't do it here. And so if you're not doing it here in 2023, that means that the United States will still be behind in 2027 and 2028 when all the things being built now are actually launched. It's an absolute travesty, absolute travesty what's happening in this country with Gary Gensler and his girlfriend, Lizzie Warren, and her anti-crypto army. And we can't get any clarity. And the CFTCs fighting with the SEC, SWV. OPP, how can I explain it? I'll take it frame by frame it. To have you love, Jeppa Shaw was saying it. O is for other P is for people scratching simple. The last P, well, that's not that simple. Y'all know about OPP, yeah, you know me. But I mean, seriously, these three letter, four letter, seven letter agencies can't get their shit together enough to even agree if we're talking about commodities or securities. So how is anybody supposed to build anything in the United States ever? Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. FPL wannabe says WWE. Yeah. WWE, which used to be WWF, but they got sued by the like World Wildlife Forum. When I was a kid and it was like, if you smell it, that wasn't a kid. I was like in my 20s. What the rock is cooking, it was WWF. WWF. But I think it's very clear that what they're saying here is echoed all around the community in that the United States has followed woefully behind while we get sensible regulation or at least some ideas from regulators all over the world. Jandra asked me if I remember ABC Aisha, one hit, one no. First of all, okay, guys, I'm sorry. This is Friday. I do what I want. That is insulting to ABC to call them a one hit wonder. First of all, they were part of the East Coast family with. uh, boys to Men, ABC, BBD, the East Coast family. Y'all know that, right? They were discovered by Michael Bivens from Belle Biv DeVoe, much like Boys to Men were. They were the little kids. They wore their clothes inside out. They wore their clothes inside out, and they rapped about, Aisha, you are the girl that I never had. But she's forgetting about the song Playground, which was an equally large hit at the playground. You know, playground, he, she. I don't know, your picture is a girl, but you're probably, right. Playground. Playground at the playground. Playground was huge. And you guys might not remember, but when ABC, aka Another Bad Creation, came out, they had these hits. They were in the Motown Philly video, uh, Motown Philly video, dancing in front of Pats and Geno's in South Philly. And then another group of kids came out and made their career on dissing Another Bad Creation. That was two guys who wore their clothes backwards. Their name was Chris Cross. Everything is to the back with a little slack because inside out is wiggity, 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 whack. Right? It's true. It's true. Don't test me. Don't try the at the playground, you know. But Aisha was a girl that I never had. And I want to get to know you better. Aisha, you know I want you so bad. And there's nothing anyone can do to keep me away from you. Oh, hold, hold it now. Yeah, I should I should start a music history channel. It'd be much more entertaining than this. Yeah. 
Crisscross, man. I'll make you jump, jump. <sighs> Some of them try to rhyme, but they can't rhyme like this. Some of them make it, make it, make it, make it, make daddy. I'm the Miggity 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 Mac. Daddy Mac died. One of those dudes died. I think it was Daddy Mac. The Winklevi, they're not the Winklevoss twins, they're the Winklevi, just like two cactuses or cacti. Lend $100 million golems. They're lending their golems to the Gemini crypto platform. $100 million. Dude, the struggle must be super real over there, right? That's a lot of monies to just have to throw into there. But they got billions, so it's cool. But here you go. It says, the twins made a $100 million loan to Gemini recently, according to two people familiar with the matter. Are those two people the... Don't we go by? Who did not wish to be identified discussing, discussing private information. It was the Winkle V's that did that. The move came after Gemini had informally sought funding from outside investors in recent months without coming to any agreements, according to three people. Gemini and the Winklevoss twins didn't respond to requests for comment. I got to get those dudes on the show, man. We got to get them. Yeah. Be real. Um, John English says I should spin a little sometime on Fridays. My turntables aren't here, but I could go somewhere else. I put them somewhere else. Uh, West Philadelphia, born and raised on the Twitter playground is where I spend most of my days. Chilling out and acting, relaxing on, cooling on, shooting some b-ball outside of the school. We had a couple of guys. They were up to no good. Anyways. Yeah, don't bring up that. I'm going to get them on the show and just ask them questions about Facebook. Anyways. Anyways, that's all the big news from the week. Uh, do you guys want to look at some charts? Anything's got to be better than uh, me singing... I wonder, uh, like, I wonder where the ABC, like, another bad creation kids are now. And they, they had, like, their names were so funny. Like, uh, Chris, Mark, Red, Dave, and Ro. It's like, do you guys remember uh, the song, Woot, There It Is? Uh, and, like, the guy's name was Steve. Yeah. Like, one of the guy's name was literally just Steve. But yeah, Chris, Mark, Red, Dave, Ro, Ronnie, Bob, because they used to care them could compare themselves to new additions. It was Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Chris, Mark, Red, Dave, Ro. Ro's a cool name. Red's a cool name. Chris, Mark, Dave. <laughs> oh no, man. Oh no, I'm not hearing. Yeah, whoop, there it is. Steve. What's your rap name? Steve. Then again, my yeah, I mean, they were the tag team, they were back again. Check, get your wreck in. Let's begin. Party on, party people. Let me hear some noise. DC's in the house. Jump, jump for joy. Uh, DC was the other guy. Party over here. Party over there. Wave your hands in the air. Shake your derriere. These three words will be getting busy. Woo. There it is. Hit me. Did you know, since uh, I have nothing constructive to say today, to be honest, so that song was Woomp MP. Woomp. There it is. I think that was the Woomp. Don't quote me. 95 South down in Miami had a song at the exact same time called Woot, There It Is, which actually came out like maybe a month before Woomp, There It Is. And the claim is that both groups independently came up with this because it was something that was really popular for people to say in strip clubs in Atlanta and Miami. So 95 South was down in Miami. Tag team, I think it was Steve or DC. One of them was a huge DJ at... Uh, the big strip club in Atlanta. And they used to say, whoop, there it is. When a girl would come out, 
And that's how they both came out with these songs. Woot, there it is. And Woomp, there it is. At the exact same time, both hits, but Woomp, there it is, was much bigger. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, let's take a look at a chart or two. Hey, guys, like I keep saying, just fall on your brain. Don't do anything stupid. And we are right here in the having cycle. Bottom, sideways, chop, new highs next year. Cool. Cool. Really easy. So when I was saying woot woot in World of Warcraft, I was actually saying a strip club word. Yeah, but now like the new World of Warcraft, you can use like AI and turn it into an actual strip club probably. Yeah. Woot 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 woot. Arsenio Hall. Yep. That's right. Scoop there it is was like a Tostitos commercial, right? Something like that. I remember that. Anyways. Take a look. Guys, here's that big monthly channel that uh, we used to love to love, and then everyone hated me about it. But we're back in it, closed in it, retesting it, looking pretty good here. This is the monthly chart, though. Like, if you want to just look at the two levels, really, that matter right now, then we can say that this one's the next one, maybe somewhere up in here. 38, I don't know, maybe 32, bottom of these. But, like... 28,600 was the low of the entire market between 65,000 and 69,000, right? So we are back in 2021, guys. Congratulations. And 25,012 was that first higher high, right? We had this series of lower highs and lower lows that we hated all the way from 69,000. When we broke that right there on this mega candle, 25,212, that broke that. And now we have higher highs and higher lows in a sequence, aka a new bullish trend. Doesn't mean we can't go down, but it means that bear market is over. So shut up. Don't want to hear about it. Right? I mean, I'd be looking for a retest of 28,600 at some point. We should honestly get a retest of 25,212. We should. Yeah. We should. Why not? Uh, because it will freak people out. But those are dips you want to buy. You may notice, look at this. I mean, RSI just coming into overbought. You would think that's bad, but on a weekly chart, dude, look how long you can go overbought on a weekly chart. This was the bull run of uh, the end of 2020 to the beginning of 2021. Stayed overbought in RSI from October to April. October to April. So this is like, this is power hour when you get into overbought on the weekly. Uh, does it concern me that everyone seems to be bullish? I mean, I don't know. I can't really tell if everyone seems to be bullish right now. What's crypto fear and greed say? I haven't looked in a while. Let me see. One second. One second, guys. I haven't looked, so we'll see. Pretty greedy. Yeah, but I think it doesn't like concern me for putting in a top. It concerns me for getting those retraces. Like even if you look on lower time frames right now, let me find. Yeah, we got some pretty significant. Uh, bearish divergence with overbought RSI on the four hour here. Daily could end up having it if that closes lower. Six hours, got it. 12 hour, not depending. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would expect, I still expect we get a little retracement here, but that doesn't mean it's going to actually happen. Yeah, absolutely. It will test 25K and that's a good thing. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. We need it. A healthy retest, strong support. Meanwhile, Ethereum Bitcoin obviously outperforming once again, had that big dip now back above this 0.068 resistance. I think that Ethereum is going to keep outperforming, guys. Looking at it on the USD chart, broke through this key area. I've talked about these a million times, right? Continuing to make higher lows as well and higher highs, as you can see, coming out of all this. 
And coming into key resistance, if it gets above 2159, there's like nothing. So, you know, 25 right around here and then up to 3000. Nothing. Nothing. Matt A says all in at 25.5. We know what that means. So that means you need to set your bids at like 25.8 or like 24 because it either nukes right through and crushes everybody or it gets front run. Uh, Scott Melker, for your long-term Bitcoin chart, you notice that each cycle is declining less and less on a percentage basis. Yeah, and that makes sense. As the asset matures, it becomes slightly less volatile. You have you know more ways for people to utilize options and strategies and hedging and things, and you have a lot more coins in the market to focus on. So that makes sense. That's gold. Nobody cares. Uh, GRT, I, that went deeper than we thought, but uh, still looking kind of good. I don't know. These are just trades I had up. Matic breaking back above the 50 daily. I'm just going through what happens to be on my screen. Now, look at this. This is the dollar, guys. I pointed this out. I looked. It was in February. It was down here. And I said, what if we made a massive head and shoulders? Well, if we break below this, dude, it's looked out below for the dollar. That doesn't mean it'll actually happen. Let's be real. But this is a monster head and shoulders right here. I mean, you're looking at going back to these lows here, 89, 90, right? That would be so good for everything. But these are the ones that I've shared in the newsletter. FTM had the breakout and retest, 47 cents, up about 10%. BNB down here at 311, up to 330. Remember 311? All mixed up. You don't know what to do. 311? I'm not just a rapper. I know everything. I know all the musics. Right? And then Solana, of course, I added 21 at the breakout here. And you're up at 24. So listen, some nice 10, 15% moves. Not the worst. You guys got anything you dying to have me look out? I got look at. I got a few minutes. We're just freestyling now. Insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. Told me I'm strong. Hit the trumpet and hit that bong and break me off something. So I gotta get my prop tops. Come and try to snatch my crop. These pigs wanna blow my house down. I know all oh, amber is the color of my energy. That song was super soft. Yeah, we talked about the casual $7 billion they found. Yeah. What do we got here? XRP. Someone asked for XRP. It'd be sweet if XRP won this suit, right? Matt asked if the kids feeling any better. A little better today. We'll see. Uh, two years ago, we dipped bad after May. Do you think we could repeat? Certainly could. I mean, summers have been rough for crypto, right? I mean, that was that... Even two years ago, when we went up to 65, we came all the way back down to 28 and chopped around in the low 30s all summer. Yeah. FRFL, XRP. XRP still rejected, as I've kind of said, man. I'm not interested in XRP under this sort of 55, 56 cent level and under this resistance. Keeps getting rejected. Like most of you, when you asked out that hot cheerleader in high school, got up your nerve like an 80s movie, and you were like, I'm just going to do it, man. I'm going to ask her to homecoming, and then just reject it. Render? Render's pretty cool. I, I don't own any. I've never owned any. I talked to their team years ago, but I mean, the whole like rendering of massive files in a decentralized manner thing is cool. I mean, it's kind of on, on blast right now. Let me see. I would probably pull this to here-ish at this point. And let's just be real. At this point, you want to be above $2.19. 
Mm, here, let's make this super easy. Let's make it super easier. Got a range. Whoa, what did I do? I did fibs instead of uh instead of the parallel channel. That was tight. This is sort of how I would look at render. So I think you're going back up to those highs, two dollars and nineteen cents. Pulling back, that like I said, that kind of makes a lot of sense around this area. That's this high exactly right here, right? That's your target. Look at that. That's 220, but I mean, like, that's the top of this and the bottom of this and all this. Yeah. Cool. Looks pretty sweet. Looks pretty sweet. Sweet. Thoughts on Link? Link. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess super boring. Yeah, I mean, just sideways, man. But look, you're above the 50A, 200MA. This should eventually at least reach the top of this channel at $9.65. Tested the bottom. It's kind of holding here. Should, should test that. That's all I got, though. It's, not, it's really boring. Arbitrum, Scott, please, sir. That's Arb. That was the one that dropped, like, a Funk Flex mixtape in the 90s, just hot with the, with the airdrop. And that was dumb. That didn't work out. It's really hard to chart these. I mean, we have such a clear and defined area of a low. There was your sweep. And, I mean, I don't know. I hate using that first candle, but there you go. You're not touching this at below $1.60. That was your target. If you're trading that, your target was to reach those highs again. Flip of 160 This is what you're looking for on this, guys. You've seen this. If you've been with me, you've seen this a thousand times. There's no better trade in crypto than the retest of an all-time high going into price discovery. That's what we want. That's what we want. Uh, love link, been accumulating below seven. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just accumulation. Dylon, 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 and Dylon. I spit hot fire. I know what your references are. I know all your references, guys. I am a man of culture. Near somebody asked for, I saw. Um, I had this thing where I was a kid and, and my parents thought it was nuts, but like if I saw, so it's not the same anymore, but if I saw or I, I would memorize the lyrics of a song the first time I heard it and I would memorize all the words in a movie like the first time I saw it. And it drove them nuts because all I did was quote songs and movies all the time. Near looked sideways. I mean, it should at least go up to 270. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of a confuser. Definitely don't want to buy it right now, right here, right at this resistance. Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> hip-hop culture, yeah. I, I like to go deeper than the hip-hop culture, but it is really, yeah. Uh, um, I'm trying to look at your request. SPY for Victoria. Yeah, I had that up here anyways. This is the stonk market. I mean, it looks pretty good. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it, and I'm not sure it'll last. But, like, you had this monster breakout. Let's go to the weekly. Some big, big breakouts. You're above the 50, above the 200, curling up. Stocks look fine, man. And if the dollar does go down, I don't know, man. FTM, I think I just did. Literally just looked at it. It's right here. Guys, I, I hate to do it, but I got to go take care of my, my child. 
Dude, that's what I did. My mom always got mad and said, if I could remember schoolwork as easy as I did songs or movies, I've gone to Harvard. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I had ADD, so I didn't, uh, didn't really do, um, studying much. Luckily I was pretty smart. I mean, I went to an Ivy league school. Did you see this report today for, uh, that, uh, parents are spending $750,000 to hire consultants to get themselves into Ivy league schools? 750 grand just to hire someone who might get your kid in so that you can pay like a million dollars for them to go. Dude, I mean, it was the 90s. It was expensive. Like college was like, Penn was probably 35 a year. But by the time you ate and slept, it was probably 50 a year. So you're talking about 200. Now it's a million bucks, basically. Not worth it, man. Like also, like if you have $750,000 to buy a consultant, just go like donate that to the school you want your kid to go to and you're in. And you're in. Slacker went to Penn. I got into Harvard. Who wants to go to fucking Harvard? Anyways, all I got for you guys today, I will not be here Monday. No macro Monday. I'm going to be away. Be dealing with uh, some family things. But I got Raul Paul on Tuesday on Spaces. You guys are going to be there. It's going to be awesome. Thank you guys for... uh, for sticking around. Thank you for hitting me with uh, ABC, BBD, the East Coast family. Uh, I'm real excited to go see New Edition. I know they're old. Like I saw Bobby Brown in a concert with Keith Sweat maybe six years ago, and he was literally too out of shape to do the Roger Rabbit, which was like his signature dance. It was sad. But like the BBD guys still get it in, and you got Johnny Gill and Ralph Tresvant. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Last night, my, uh, my wife... Uh, my daughter, they uh, went and saw Taylor Swift. They went and saw Taylor Swift, which is pretty pretty cool. She sent a picture, but I don't know where it went. Let's see. Can, I, can you share a picture on here? Can I just like put up? Pretty good. Does that work? Yeah, you can see. Look at look at them at Taylor Swift. It's my wife and my kid. See, great. They had a good time. Had a good time. Awesome. Anyways, that's all I got for you guys. I will talk to you in the very soon, near ish future. Bye. Let's go.